Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. So welcome to this episode of Box Talk. It is another day and another chance for us to hear from an affiliate owner. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, my name is Courtney Seamaker. I am a co-owner at CrossFit Ice House in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and we've been open for about three years now. Dakota, man. I I still think it's a very <laughs> random place to be. <laughs> it is. I'm not from here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're going to talk about that because I remember the first time we talked, you were telling me how you got there. And I was like, how, who ends up in North Dakota? But... But we'll, we'll get there. So I guess that, that's where it leads us to next is your story, your story of finding CrossFit, your story of moving to North Dakota and opening up CrossFit Ice House. So what happened, Courtney? Well, what had happened was <laughs> I, um, so I'm from Pennsylvania, went to school in Ohio and got a, like went to school for business, got the biz, did the things you're supposed to do. Like everything is just what were you supposed to do? Went to school for business, uh, got a business degree, got the business job, worked for General Mills, actually, um, and they moved me all over. I was in Iowa and Missouri and uh, Minneapolis is where I ended up with them, and um, throughout that time, um, had just kind of been always bopping around, trying to figure out where I fit, uh, what I was doing, everything, again, just what you th- what I thought I was supposed to be doing. I was not necessarily the happiest um, physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, was just as party girl probably would be a good categorization just like drinking a lot hanging out so just not super healthy with that regard and then feeling crappy because the drinking comment before um so I was doing a lot of running and like I don't I'm not built to run at all or like built more like a Clydesdale it's like it's loud and it's majestic it's just not very fast I'm enjoying all of your descriptions of yourself right now this is awesome yeah it's it's interesting so it was running. I did like a half. I did a bunch of 5Ks. I did a full and it was just awful. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I kept thinking that eventually I'd get to the point where I'd get to that runner's high, which is just, I still think that it's a like urban legend because I've never felt it. I think it, I, people disagree with me, but I just, I, personally, it's just not my jam. So I had, um, I was doing, I had a personal trainer when I, in Minneapolis. So running, 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 running. Got to Minneapolis, started going back to the gym and just doing some like, you know, back and buys day, leg day um, with my, by myself or with a personal trainer and then still training for races here and there. And I had met a friend who was into CrossFit and she kept telling me to try it. Like, you'd be really good at it, I think, and you'll love it. And I just told her, I think I told her to F off no less than 15 times because I'm like, I know how to lift weights. I know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just ran a marathon. I'm in shape. And I went after I ran the marathon mostly to shut her up. And I got my like butt handed to me during the end. It was embarrassing. Like I just ran 26 miles and I can't do a 10 minute workout. This is stupid. Um, so from that it worked cause I'm like, I can't be, I can't suck at something this bad. Like this is embarrassing. Signed up that day. And that was probably seven years ago and was in Minneapolis at the time moved to, I was at, um, CrossFit Minneapolis and I moved over to another gym in town, CrossFit Northeast. Um, and was there for a good chunk of time, um, was working out, still working in corporate America, not digging corporate America, but like, it, I, I just thought you're supposed to hate what you, that, it's not. Wow, that, yeah. That's why they give you money, because. Because <laughs> no one would actually do this for free or anything. 
Yeah, I was like, if you liked it, then nobody would give you money for it. So it's cool. So I'm still kind of like, kind of dragging every day, going across it, and then still like probably more drinking than I should have been doing. But it was at least like progressing in a better direction. Like, yeah, at least you were like working out and doing something on that side while drinking. Yeah, early on it was damage control, hundred <laughs> percent. And then it started kind of turning into like, oh, if I don't do that, I don't feel like so mm. pooey and everything I just like things started to fall in place a little more and then actually I ended up in Fargo because some this is terrible some friends from work and I went to we fest which is a country music festival all right all right no I love it this is where you're getting real it's great this is just it this is like the honest answer is <laughs> country music is why I'm in Fargo and I'm not like, I don't even really listen to country music that much but they were like it was a party for a weekend, and then all of Fargo pretty much comes down for it. So our campsite was next to these guys, and we all hung out for the weekend. And then I just couldn't, I don't know, hung out with this guy. We started dating. He has a daughter in Fargo, and it was eventually we we're, like, having adult conversations, like, hey, I guess I'm coming to Fargo. Yeah. And at the same time, my job, um, they were doing big layoffs. So I'm like, you know, I – need to figure something else out. I'm going to like, this is a good time to move. Like writing's on the wall. Hopefully I get fired. So I get a severance, which didn't happen, but uh. whatever. <laughs> so while they were like waiting to announce who's getting laid off, um, another member at the gym, Sarah or a coach at the gym wanted to do open a gym, but she, um, her experience is coaching. She's a phenomenal coach. She's a phenomenal programmer. Like she has her master's in exercise science, like all the things that I would need to open the gym. And I have all the business and, um, the processes and like all that stuff makes sense to me. So it was very like yin and yang. We balance each other out. Great. Um, it makes sense. Hey, I'll open a gym with you if you move to Fargo with me. So I talked her into wow. that. Oh my goodness. What a, what like a, uh, Hey, let's, uh, make compromise right here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I think we talked about it in October and we were open in March. Like I, Holy the, crap. the meeting of you still have your job cool. Well, I don't want it. This is my two weeks notice. Moved to Fargo. Like I moved in with my boyfriend and his daughter and Sarah lived in our basement. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was like, I, I did get a job here to pay rent at the gym. Yeah. So it got on its feet and all that kind of stuff. But it was just kind of like, let's just, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, we moved up here and that was, yeah, a little over three years ago. So that's wow. a series of questionable choices is how I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is would you do it again yes ideally it would be the destination would be warmer but i would do it again for sure. <laughs> i appreciate the honesty that's probably good so had you guys like looked into like the crossfit scene at all in fargo like were there a lot of gyms here already or were you guys one of the first uh there were two Okay. And actually, as soon as we decided to do it, a third one was like, we're opening. And we're like, oh, crap. But cool. They were on, like, the other side of the river. We very purposefully picked a part of town where there wasn't another gym. We were like, hey, guys, this is happening. We wanted to make sure, like, we weren't, like, poaching members or trying to do anything that way. Like, we always have focused on non-crossfitters and people who just need to be active. and Because that's way bigger population anyways. So we were just very, like, this is happening hopefully that's okay. We'll be in a different part of town. It'll be great. And we've never had a problem since, but it's it with the size of the town um, and where just kind of fitness was at that time, it made a lot of sense. Um, and since there's even been a ton of like the little 
um, boutique type gyms coming to Fargo. So it's been fitness in general has been really growing here and there's a lot of opportunity. So it, it looked good and it actually has panned out the way that it looks like it would luckily. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. So was it hard moving to a new place? I mean, cause you guys got there in October open in you said March, like, and having no connections, like, was that difficult? Yeah. <laughs> real bad at first. <laughs> so yeah. Cause like, I had, we had a good network in Minneapolis and like we thought we knew people in Fargo and we're like, this is going to be great. But like the people we knew in Fargo, like, and like my um, boyfriend is up here and he knows everybody and their mom, but like, they're not like fitnessy people. Um, so I think we thought it was going to be easier early on than it was. And it, it honestly, it wasn't like we had a tiny gym. We were down a dark alley. Like it was hard to find us. Um, it was just, it was just tough. So it took a long time to get that organic, um, growth and you know you have people coming in you're like community's great there's nobody here like yeah come work out with our community there's like one dude throwing down a class over there and one of them might be so, our non-existent community we have absolutely no problems there's no drama what's your positive yeah yeah so wow. we actually like ended up doing it's uh it's called uh what is it called? Save coin, which is like a mini Fargo version of Groupon to just get people in, which I know you're not supposed to do that, but like something's better than zero. And we've not, we've not done it since, but like, yeah, it, we had people in class when we had intros. We're like, yeah, there's pe- people come here. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought we didn't think anybody would be here ever. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that your, your guys's big driver then at first was kind of doing that Groupon S thing. I honestly think that's like what kind of tipped the scales a little bit. And then once we had like a little, like a couple of people in, we did like a founders club. And then once that was it, we just kind of moved from there. So it mm. was just trying to figure like at first we're like, no, we, we won't do that. And we're like, we got to get creative at this point because like doing the free weeks and doing this and doing that just wasn't working. So like trying to figure out how to get in front of more people. And we actually also partnered up with like the roller derby team in town and we trained all the roller derby ladies and they got like, strong as hell that year so like anybody went there was like what is going on with the roller derby team like they're doing pretty well <laughs> so we got some people in that way too so just trying to get creative and be like yeah sometimes early on you you want to always you know value your time and all of that but like sometimes you got to like get people in the door to like figure that out so trying to make sure we weren't like you know tiptoeing on any of the other crossfit gyms like i don't want to say like turf but trying to respect those boundaries and um, be good neighbors um, and focus on new people. And a lot of people like cross or Fargo tends to be a couple of years behind in some of the trends of like bigger cities. So like people didn't know what cross it was at all, which is good and bad. Right. So it doesn't have like the bad reputation. It has some places, but it also doesn't have any reputation for anything. So people see it and they're just like, I don't know what that is. Exactly. Yeah. So Wow, that's crazy. So you, you mentioned Founders Club. Was that what, what was that uh, specifically? So we did first thirty members. If you sign up for a year, you're locked in for life at these uh, oh. rates. In hindsight, it was too cheap, but when you don't have any members, it's hard to see it that way. Yeah. So we we still have about like fifteen of the thirty Founders oh, wow. Clubs hanging out here. So which like it's, they get they get a good deal. So um, it's it's not a big enough population of our community that I think we'd ever like look at changing their prices because like they were there when they were the only ones there so Mm. I know there's some different differing schools of thought on that but 
we're gonna leave those guys alone because we would not be here <laughs> without them. It's like we love them deeply. They helped us succeed. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like mm-hmm. they are the people who were there when they're like they remember the days when like yep I'm the only one in class again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, which is so funny because I know my gym we had days like that and it petrified me as a new CrossFitter because I was like oh my gosh this coach is gonna kill me but now I'm like. I would pay <laughs> to have a private session with them. Right now it's like, if I, like I had a, our noon class was super small today, which and it was five people or no, it was seven, which is like a small class for us. And it was like, awesome. We're going to get into the weeds a little bit with and getting this technique and kind of like really spend more time with each person. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I see a small class and it's super fun, but like, that was like, we'd be excited if three people were in class back then. And it's just so cool to see. It's bizarre. It's only three years ago, but it's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And um, do you guys still do anything with the roller derby girls? Uh, we haven't. Um, we haven't been, no. But we still have a couple of them are members here. Okay. That's um, just so awesome that you, you guys, like, beefed up their team and then they were killing it. That's great. It was, yeah, it was great. We have one of the girls who, um, she's our, was our admin for a good chunk of time. And she actually works for PRX uh, Performance in town here. That They do the at-home rigs. Um, they're based out of Fargo, so and she's like, like, she's just like a completely different person. We looked at an old picture of like one of the first days, and it's like so cool. And she like now she's like kicking my butt in workouts all the time. But you, as a coach, you're like, yay! Oh. Yeah, you're like, I, I want to be really but, happy, but also really sad. <laughs> yeah, so you have like that. She was probably like our most amazing, like some awesome transformations. But hers are just so so cool because. She's like a different, like this confident, strong, badass, um, which like is always there, but like she's really come out of her shell and just like she's super cool, super cool chick. So awesome to watch, like watch that, you know, that growth. Yeah, no, it's it's just I mean, just talking now, it's cool to see like even hearing how you guys have grown in three years and the things that have changed and going from three people in the class to seven being uh, you know, a, a small class. Like, I think that's so awesome. And, and the changes that you've seen in members. And so kind of off of that, like, I, I am kind of curious, you know, what have been some of the, the biggest, I don't know, challenges let's start off with over the past three years, like maybe, maybe two or three challenges that you're like, yes, these were hard. Maybe they're currently what you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. just kind of curious, like what those have been and how you've either overcome them or failed and learned from them. Right. Um, probably the hardest was like, or challenges, I would say like pricing, we were way underpriced. So then you make that price jump and then that's a, it's terrifying. But um, our whole thing is like, we're trying to have the best coaches and we're trying to like educate them and we're trying to limit class sizes so that we can give that attention. And we're trying to like service the crap out of it, like as much as we can put into our athletes, but we can't do that if you're barely charging anything. So trying to actually establish our worth and like kind of where to draw that line in the sand has been extremely difficult. Um, but I would say like, if somebody's worried about that, like sooner, do it sooner rather than later. Cause then people also value your time more. And, um, it just, everything we re- we were terrified and we drug our feet and we wouldn't do it and we did it. And it's made a huge difference just like all around, um, just charge what you're worth. Um, don't, doesn't freaking matter what the gym down the street is charging. Cause like, unless you have a conversation with them to figure out where they came to those prices about, like, don't just measure off what everybody else is doing. Like, look, we, if you have an orange theory, like drop in and like 
they'll t- they're not they're not going to undercharge. <laughs> no, yeah. As CrossFit gyms, a lot of them are spending a lot more time with each athlete and like really putting a lot more into their programming. Um, they have a great program, but like they have it figured out. So like these boutique gyms, actually, we were scared at first, but we kind of dropped into a couple of them and we're like, we, like why why can't we be charging that? This is like we are doing just as much, if not more. So like just get out of your own way on pricing. Um, and then the other thing would be just, um, and a big challenge is early. We have staff now and that's amazing. And that's super helpful, but like trying to figure out who's doing what and being clear on who's doing what has been, um, it's just a change. Cause like when you're new, you just like, you just do everything and you just figure it out and you just get it done and it's fine. Um, but like now if I'm going to be doing stuff that I'm expecting somebody else to do, like that's, that's a disservice to them too. So trying to be clear and also like figure out who should be doing what so like get your accountability chart done which is something we're working on now because we've like like I mentioned before Sarah and I are very different so we kind of stay in our own lanes but sometimes we don't like have a conversation Mm. (laughs) so stuff falls between the lanes so um accountability like know who's doing what and build it for like what's going to make your business work not necessarily the people you have figure out what's going to make your business work and then plug people in accordingly Oh yeah. And then the other thing I'd say is like, just do something like we used to not put out videos because like all I had was an iPhone or we used to not put out content. Cause like someone's going to think it's stupid. Like, no, just like, if you have an idea, just do it. Like something is going to be better than nothing. And if you get hung up in the details or the quality, you're going to be hung up forever. So like videos we use, I have a really old iPhone and are not good. The, the quality is not great, but like the content and what I'm telling you is good information. Like Share that information. Like you do not need to educating and like sharing and all that kind of stuff. It's free content and your it builds your credibility with people before they show up. So yeah, that was a lot of things. But just like getting out of your own way and like valuing yourself. Like if you don't feel good about yourself, figure out how to get it, get to a good place because you're you're selling a part of yourself with yeah. this. So, yeah. Yeah. So how did you guys come to just kind of back to the pricing and the value? How did you guys come to the numbers you're at now? And like, how did you come to recognize that like, oh, we have value? And even like, how did you let your membership know, hey, (laughs) this is going to happen? Well, yeah. So we basically were like, here's, we didn't do a great job of it the first time. Okay. So you've done it a couple times. Well, we did it once. Okay. And then we basically were like, prices are going up, resign for a year, but we didn't tell them what it was because we were scared oh. that they'd be like, Oh, that's ridiculous. I'm not resigning for a year knowing it's going to go to that, which is, which was stupid. Like that was do not just like be clear. We just, we were scared and we did a shitty job. So now we're going back and now we're like, here's the deal. We told you it was going up, but we didn't, we weren't clear about it. So like, we're going to give you another year, but like, this is what has to happen next time. Okay. So that's on us. So like we took, which sucks because like we would be a little further ahead if we would have like not been wimps about it. Like we know that we're bringing the value. We're just, you just worried, especially when you see we, we com- we're comparing ourselves to what other gyms are doing, but our service is so much different than what they're doing. Like, and our focus is so much different than what they're doing. So like, why are we trying to charge the same as they are? So we just stopped like comparing ourselves to other people, especially locally. Um, Cause like that was the thing too. Our price, we are the most expensive in town. Go drop. And we encourage people to go drop into other gyms and have those conversations. Um, 
And a lot of people end up back here because we have the conversation when you're trying to join. We're not just being like, okay, we, before anybody joins, we want to know why, like not what, what's your goal? Not if you're losing 20 pounds, like that's not, that's not it. Like that, that 20 pounds is causing some kind of pain. Like something's missing in your life. Like maybe you can't keep up with your kids. Maybe it takes you 20 minutes to get dressed because you don't, you hate how you feel and everything you own. Um, like that used to be a thing for me. Like I couldn't find anything to wear because like love handles or what, like I just felt like gross all the time. And like the fact that I don't, I haven't thought about that in years is just like crazy to me. Like there's something that everybody has that is like enough of a rub that they're talking to you. You got to figure out what that is. So our main, like we're trying to get people to feel better. The, the squatting and the snatching and the kettle, whatever, that's like a tool to get them there. So it's like, you grow and you evolve as a person when you're here. It's not like, it just becomes like you're focused more on showing up and your numbers and then all that stuff starts to happen as like a byproduct. But like, that's more, we're trying to get people to feel like lead better lives outside of these walls. And like, we're just a vehicle to get them there. So like we are a coaching environment. We don't even really look at ourselves as like a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. So trying to like differentiate yourself in a way that you're like, yep, everybody else, like your CrossFit gyms and that's totally cool. And yeah, we have CrossFit, but that is a vehicle, that is a tool. Like we, there's, we do so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, cause it's not like people are like, I'm going to the games. Like how many, how many people are like, really like, oh, I like, yeah, you want to do better in the open every year. But like, that's like not why you get into it is to get people a better open score. Yeah. Right. So we've been trying to like, honestly, like look inward, figure out like why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, it's super fun. Like we have a one rep clean and jerk is the workout today, which we don't do that very often. So it's super fun to have a PR day. But like that's like that's just that's just a fun day. That's not why people are here. Yeah, yeah. I know that makes sense. Is is this mindset something that um, like you and Sarah developed over time for the gym, or is this how you guys started out? Yeah, no. It's this has been an evolution, and uh, we actually like we work with factory forged um we were just there for five days last week so i'm probably regurgitating a good chunk of what you're telling <laughs> this us is great i'm catching you fresh off of like the train of knowledge yeah i'm like ready to flip the table I'm like yes <laughs> that's what we're doing just don't flip the table that your computer's sitting on because that would really suck yeah yeah so just like we've been like kind of talking about this past um probably year six months and trying to figure that out and i think a lot of it Um, it's really helpful to just have those outside perspectives, but like a lot of it too is like Sarah and I trying to like figure out who we are as business owners and just like human beings. Cause like when you own a business, there's so, there's so many days when you're like, I I messed up. I'm the worst. Like this is like, you know, that, that meme that has like the graph of a business owner. And like, that is so hundred percent true. Um, but trying to figure out you know, really like why you're doing what you're doing. And, um, for the days that suck, like, nope, I just, I got to show up. And like, this is about more than these lifts. And this is, this is about these people and just trying to figure out like what you, why you're doing it. And then also like figuring out what you need to be able to have, be like sane. Cause the first two years I just like, I will put my head down and I will grind for an obnoxious amount of hours. And I was like, there's a good probably three to four months where I was just like over it. And I'm like, this is just, this is hard. This sucks. I'm tired. Like, I don't even talk to people anymore. I feel like a hermit, but I'm around people all day. So um, taking some time to figure out like what you need to be able to like fill your cup so that you have something to give to other people has been really, really huge. And we finally are like taking some time away. If you're having like a day, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to, 
you cover my class today? I just need to go like stare at a wall. I need to go for a walk with my dog. <laughs> I need to do a yoga class. They're like, I, I, I jump out of planes. Like that's my, I just need to oh. do something. Do you not. actually jump out of planes? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my plan for tonight. <laughs> what? Just like something to like, <laughs> figure out what you, like what makes your head, like something like awesome. the ride bike, a red motorcycle, like figure your thing out. And go do that and make sure you're not like neglecting your hobbies and your family and yourself for the sake of the business. Because if you're a miserable person, you're going to suck as a coach. I mean, I feel like you're going to make everyone else a little bit more miserable too. <laughs> yeah. I was reading, uh, I read a book, like a book I read in my like yoga teacher training, um, the Yamas and the Niyamas. And it sounds super like frou-frou, but like it's a fantastic book. It makes mm. you look at your shit. Great. Mm. And one of them, it says that, you know, how we talk to ourselves is how we talk to others. And whether you see that or not, like that, that comes up. So like, if you talk to yourself negatively, it's going to be really hard to feel and speak positively to other people. Like if you go buy a spray paint, a can of spray paint, and you want blue spray paint, and you start spraying it and it's red, like, that's how that works. Like you wouldn't buy a can of blue spray paint expecting it to spray red, like they, they should be the same. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's and, a really good point, Courtney. Yeah, it's like that. I read that and I was like, oh man, I am red on the inside. <laughs> and I'm trying to produce blue on the outside. It's not working. It's not so, working. Yeah. Like re reprogram those thoughts to be blue if that's mm. what you're trying to be, if that's what you're trying to put out. And when you catch the red thoughts, like figure out why the hell they're being red. Like mm. usually it's us just like self sabotaging and it's usually yeah. nonsense. Yeah, I'm being produced by something on the, on the inside and. Yeah, and, and kind of, so is this idea of, like, you know, stepping away, you know, not being, you know, four months into the grind and getting burned out, is that kind of the idea behind the accountability chart that you guys are building and the accountability, yeah? Yeah, trying to figure out, like, I there's no there's no reason for us to try to be doing everything. Like, you know, you ask somebody to do something, and you're like, I'll just do it, where it could take you maybe an hour to do it to figure out, like, here's the process, hand it off but it takes you five minutes. So you just keep doing five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. And like all those little tasks add up. So, all right, just bite the bullet now so that you can then hand that off later. So, but then if you're handing it off, be clear and make sure that you're having those, like those expectations are clear. Like X, Y, Z, is that done? Yep. If it's done, move on. You don't need to harp on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and if something's not done, figure out what needs to change so that, cause maybe, they're not doing it because they don't have the information or you didn't do something you were supposed to do. So there's so many, like that's such a big thing because there's so many little tiny tasks in a business. Um, but that's what we're moving towards trying to just be more clear. Cause sometimes it's frustrating. We don't communicate our expectations and then we're pissed off when they're not met. Because like, no one has read our minds about what we wanted. Right. Right. So that's been like, we think that we're being clear, but we're really not. Mm -hmm. So um, trying to just figure out how to like be as, be as straightforward and like just expectations clear. Cause it's easy. It's so much easier to do something if you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's not hard, but we haven't been doing it. So that's what we're like, mm. okay, we need to be better. So mm. yeah, it's, it's the, I mean, they're big things, but it's, it's a, it just adds up. Oh yeah. I mean, it can, it can start with small stuff and if small stuff just piles, it just gets worse and worse. So, um, yeah. And I know, so we just spent like 20 minutes talking about the hard stuff. So I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are your challenges? And you're like, here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so how about we talk about 
some great things. Like, I'm just kind of curious, has there been anything that you guys have done that you have seen great success from? Something that maybe you're like, this is different at Ice House. Like, I know you said, like, one of them is, like, we're a coaching, we're a place of coaching. We're not necessarily a place of CrossFit, CrossFit the tool. Like, any yeah. other maybe, like, I don't know, examples like that where you're like, yeah, this is, we've, we've succeeded at this and other affiliate owners could learn from it. Yeah. Um, I think we, we do a lot of fun, like collaborate, like a collaborative events, um, which have been super helpful. And a lot of them are super fun. So we try to figure out a way in which like, if there's a business and you're like, ah, oh, I want to work with you, like sit down with them and just kind of like get to know them and figure out like what you guys can do to work together. Like we have a, we do Viking yoga once a month where it's, I just teach yoga at a brewery. I have a crappy, like my playlist from college and I swear a lot and we drink beer during yoga and that's like what we do. And it's fun because we get our name out there a little bit. And then we also get a bunch of people in the tap room, like right when they're open and they're usually super slow on a Saturday. So it's kind of like a win-win and they're actually moving into our backyard at the gym, which is going to be amazing and terrible all at the same time. Whoa. Yeah. Like, if I were to look out the window, they're going to be right there. And it's, it's, I'm so pumped, but I'm also like, we're going to have to change the run route because no one's going to come back. I mean, I've had, I've had athletes in my class be like, yeah, we're going to go to Dairy Queen. We'll see you after class when I send them out for a run. And I'm like, okay, right. Dairy Queen at the like turnaround point. Cause right now that brewery is. And it's- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, this could be really bad. So I completely understand that. Yeah. So like those have been fun. Like we, there's an adult summer camp that happens. So we go teach like the morning boot camp for them. Like, so we help them out as like crew and uh, we do that. We just do pop-ups throughout town that are free or like we'll do like have, we'll bring business owners in and do like a, um, like a free class or like a team building thing, or maybe charge a little bit depending on if we don't have that relationship, depending on what they're looking for. Like if it, if it's going to be something that we'll get a lot of really awesome leads out of, then like by all means do that for them. Um, so we do that. And then another thing we've been doing that's just been like super fun is we, we have a competition every year for adults with special needs called Fargo mania. Oh, so cool. I think we had like 70 athletes last year. Wow. So we train them at different gyms like throughout town. So there's four gyms last year and they each have their own like team name and they're basically training to compete against each other um, at this, it's CrossFit style competition and it's at like the local college and it's just super fun. So we have that um, coming up and that's not necessarily like a big money maker, but like it is just so cool to get like, to have that integration in our community. So, um, cause that's what it's about is just trying to get like, be somewhere that everybody feels comfortable and everybody can get a little bit better every day. Um, so that's another really fun thing we've been doing and working with like a gymnastics gym in town and the college. So I like collaboration a lot. So that's kind of been the biggest thing um, I would say is figure out kind of what fits with your kind of personality of your gym um, and work with other businesses. And then just another one is, like, don't be afraid to let your personality kind of shine through in your business. Like, it's you're building it, so it can be whatever you want it to be. I got a question, like, last week about how we get our people to dress so crazy for Friday Night Lights. So, because, like, if you want your people to, like, get really into it and dress up and get excited, like, you cannot be afraid to look like an idiot. <laughs> yes, this is so like, true. Mm-hmm. You got to lead from the front. So, like, whatever you expect to be going on in on the gym floor, like, behind, like, whatever, like, you 
as being a like a leader in your community and that's what you are if you're a business owner whether you like it or not um you've got to lead by example so like silly things like that like i think we had like 20 marilyn monroe's running around one day (laughs) (laughs) that was that was a sentence i never thought i would hear (laughs) i mean it was it was glorious we're all in front of the salt bikes like with the fans going it was it's the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Courtney, but, like, that's fantastic. I lo- what was your guys' theme? It was Hollywood or Hollywood. Ooh, Holly- Ooh that's clever. Yeah, that's clever. Right. I like that. Yeah, and we couldn't figure out what to do. So I just was like, hey, Amazon has a really cheap Marilyn Monroe costume if anybody else wants to. And like friggin', I think fifth, I don't even know. I lost track of them because we couldn't get them all in one picture because like, <laughs> there's so many. It was like, it was great. <laughs> So dumb. No, so but awesome. And I mean, it probably built community. You have a great memory from it. I'm sure other people laugh about it. Like, yeah. that's amazing. I figured out how to make a GIF. I have a GIF of it somewhere. <laughs> you got really into this. I like this. Yeah. So, yeah, like just this, it's supposed to be fun. Like people kind of walk through, like they walk through the rest of their day. They're kind of asleep and nobody really cares how they're doing or nobody wants, like they're not, people forget how to have fun. Like, have some fun, like have fun. <laughs> it's yeah. not, life is not supposed to be this like this sleepy haze and zombie mode. Mm-hmm. Like get them out of it. Yeah. And I think you're going to be uncomfortable, I, but who cares? Yeah. And I think it's cool coming from you too, Courtney, just hearing about the past and like, you know, working at your corporate job and how you were just like, mm, thought I was supposed to kind of hate what I did because I was getting paid. Like, I think it's kind of neat to see your mentality now being like, no, like you should be yeah. having fun and be doing fun things. Yeah. Well, and that's like the four months stretch where I was like, I am not having fun. This sucks. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is all, this is my choice. Stop yeah. choosing that. Like take a little bit of ownership, but yeah, I was, I was asleep for 10 years. Like, yeah, that's why like I was thinking that I was having a great time partying and I'm just drinking and I'm even more asleep because now I'm drunk and tired. Like, mm. like, like we got to wake up and, just like live your life and it's just so crazy that so many of us don't do it like Mm -hmm. you sit at your desk and you're in front of a computer all day and you just kind of like do what you're supposed to do and then you go home and sit in front of the tv and you're just like not stimulated and you're just not just not awake like find something that wakes you up whether it's crossfit or not and I know you're you're not the only field owner that I talk to nor know of that has you know faced a time of burnout or faced a time of like I don't know disimpassion with their business just because they are working so hard. So I, do you have any advice or maybe any, any insight into like what brought you out of that and like how you avoid going back there? Yeah. Um, I think the big thing is like surround, like try to surround yourself with people who like you want to be like, so, um, trying to find people who are positive, who are going to call you on it when you're being miserable. Um, cause like that's, that was a great thing about like Sarah and I are, Luckily, we are lucky in that we can communicate really well. And, like, if I'm, like, crawling into my hobbit hole, which is happens in winter. I've been trying to be better about it. But, like, this winter was long. You got to remind yourself that, like, you chose to move to Fargo. You didn't even choose it. You, like, bargained for it. Yeah, I chose this. <laughs> yeah. So just, like, surround yourself with, the, like, the you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with is so true. Um, so find other business owners. They don't have to be gym owners. Like we hang out with all kinds of business owners in town who like, they get it. And like, they're feeling that too. So you feel a little bit justified in those feelings, but then also like figure out how to do fun stuff to get yourself out of it. 
and then find that like you need work-life balance. I know sometimes it feels impossible, but like it will be there the next day. Like figure out how to give yourself at least something once a week that you're like, this is my time and I need to do this for my sanity. And like make that non-negotiable. Like when you're doing your time block, because we should all be doing this and be very intentional with your time, like once a week, block out everything you're going to be doing it and put your personal time in there too. Like make that non-negotiable because so often we're like, yeah, I'll come in. It's supposed to be like my time with my family or just me, me time. And we like, we're the first person that we neglect, but like we're trying to teach people to take care of themselves, but then we don't take care of ourselves. So like, look at it as like, I can't do my job if I don't do this. Like look at it as part of your responsibility. It is your responsibility to take care of yourself, just like you're trying to teach them to do it. And again, if you're not doing it, they're going to feel that. And like every, it just kind of, kind of like snowballs from there. So like figure out how to get your paint blue <laughs> and like get your cup full so that you have something to give because you start getting resentful if you got nothing left and you're given that you're at a deficit, like you just start, you just hate life. Mm-hmm. It's so funny you bring that yeah, no, and it's so funny you bring that up because I literally just started doing that, like blocking time for me. And it's so easy when something comes up and someone's like, oh, let's do this. Or like, there's something I have to do, like to want to take that time away and be like, oh, I have I have free time here. And be like, no, it's me time. It's not free. It's a priority. And yet it's so easy to try and move that aside because you're like, is it really important? Yeah, like you wouldn't like cancel the meeting just because like if you set that meeting up like you made a commitment to that other person like we 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 think that we fall so much further down our priority list which is like which is just we need to change how we think like we should be our number one priority because when we are running optimally and feeling optimally and like taking care of ourselves we can do so much more for other people like I'm not saying you should be selfish and not do anything for other people, but like eventually if you never do anything from yourself for yourself, like you're never going to want to do anything nice for other people. Yeah. Like you got to take care of yourself because you're going to be, if you're coming from a place of um, fulfillment, you just have so much more left to give and it, you feel better about it too. Mm-hmm. Cause like you don't feel like, you know, well, I'm doing this for you, but you're taking away my time. And like, whether like, I, I used to just be like, I can do this. And I just thought I was like a like bigger person for being able to do that. And it was just stupid. I was just like making myself more and more bitter. So like I can acknowledge that sometimes I need to go like sit and stare at a wall and sit in silence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or jump out of a plane. Whatever jump you prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which is good. I think it's, I think it's excellent to realize that and, and just very self-aware to understand like, okay, what do I need in order to, I don't know, care for others even better than I am now. So, but you're right. It's, it's, it's hard. So yeah, but no, Courtney, I think that's great advice. So, and, and probably, probably just, you know, wrap things up a little bit. Now that we talked about some hard things and we talked about some positive things, I think that's good. Um, good balance there, but any other, um, advice that you've learned over, especially the past three years in, in running the gym and in the business and, Anything else you're like, hmm, I feel like someone could really benefit from hearing this from my experience that you'd want to share. Um, yeah, um, I think we, I think we talked about a lot of the stuff that's been on my mind, at least lately. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot on your mind, girl, if that is all sitting on there all the time. I can talk for days. (laughs) Um, I love it. That's why I had you on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Well, thanks. Shucks. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I honestly think it's that like, like prioritize yourself and don't feel bad about it. Like we have, we're in the Midwest. So we have so many families and moms especially come in and they're like, my kids are number one. And I'm like, your kids need to be high on your list. Don't get me wrong. But like, you need to feel if you're taking care of yourself and you're in shape and you're like, if you're doing the things you can do to control that, like you're going to be able to keep up with your kids and you're going to want to spend time with them. You're not going to be like waiting for them to just go to sleep so that you can go to sleep. Like if you can take care of, figure out how to take care of yourself. It's so important. And I admittedly am kind of all over the place about it. Like I've been in a much better place recently about it because I've been reprioritized myself, but Anytime I kind of slip away, that's usually the first thing. I'm like, what have I done for myself in the past month? Oh, nothing? Okay. I Then, like, that becomes my number one priority. But when you're – I find that I only do it if I'm intentional. So find time to time block every single week. Get super down into, the like, the weeds with it. Like, I everything that I do has to be on a calendar or it doesn't happen. Like, I even put my lifting in there. I put my jumping in there <laughs> when I'm going to go. Well, that's hard because of the weather, but I at least try to put it in there. How many times um, do you jump out of a plane? It, it's, we get a short season, so I try to go, like, at least um, my goal this this year is to try to at least go two or three days a month. Um, what? <laughs> do you know, like, people mostly do that, like, one time and then they're done? Yeah, I lived in Iowa. I was bored. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping out of planes. Wow, it's not at the same time. <laughs> That's good. That I would be way more concerned. Wow. So, are you like well versed enough that you jump out without like someone else attached yeah, to it? Yeah. Yeah. At the, like now, I'm at the point where I have my own like equipment, so it's like twenty bucks a jump. So it's not like you're. It's it becomes. You just you find people hang out and they're like, hey, you want to do a jump? Cool. And then you pack in the plane and then you jump and then you repack and then you do it again. So you do like. I don't know, three to five a day, depending how many hours you're out there. But it's nice because, like, three I cannot. Three to five like, a day? Yeah. and But, like, I can't work when I'm out there. I'm hanging out with people. Oh, yeah. We're talking about what we're doing in the jump. You're in the plane. And then you're just focused on, like, I got to fly to you. And then I'm going to fly to you. And then I'm going to land. And then I'm – so it's, like, Holy it's God. busy and it seems aggressive. But, like, you're just focused on a task at hand. So, like, that's as close to meditation as I can get without being guided because, like, it's active. But, like – it is, it's actually relaxing because like I, I can't even like the gym doesn't even cross my mind unless somebody asks me about it. And it's like, yep, yep. It's going good. But I finally got a day away. So it's going great. <laughs> so, but yeah. It's like forced. It's like almost like you're completely forced away physically and mentally. Yeah. So like find your skydiving, like whatever it is for you. So like it, it's, some people are like that when they go like bike rides or like motorcycles or yeah like, maybe yoga. maybe less extreme things than Courtney does. <laughs> I, I know there's things or like some people. It's what like find your thing where yeah. you're like oh I didn't I wasn't worried about anything because like there is something for it's just like anything else. There's something that you can find that you're like maybe it's crafting. Like Sarah's girlfriend's like the most ridiculous crafter I've ever seen, and like I they'll come and do classes here. And it's amazing because you're like just oh trying to make and be creative, and then that helps you think for like wow. marketing stuff, and it just gets you out of your element, especially if you suck at that kind of stuff. But um, find find something like whatever it is, and like make it like I have to do this for myself x amount of times. Like put it in your calendar and make it an appointment, and like you would never bail on an intro. They might bail on you, but you would never bail on them. <laughs> Let's clarify that. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yes. Wow. That's so funny. Okay. Well, 
I, I just have a whole new view of you now, but that's amazing. I did not realize that that is what you meant. Like you do it multiple times in a day, multiple yeah. times a month. That's amazing. But hey, yeah. it works. It works. So yeah. <laughs> realize all my hobbies I need helmets for, which is probably <laughs> well to reevaluate that. I'm good. Yeah, you're <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Does it need a helmet? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that sounds pretty great. Is it slightly life-threatening? I am so there. <laughs> That's awesome, Courtney. That's great. So, well, cool. Oh, man, girl, we have talked about so much. I feel like we've we've wandered through the paths of your business. You've, you've talked about good things and hard things and jumping. and We've had highs. We've, we've had, had lows. <laughs> but we're still here and we're still heading forward. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> on like an inspirational commercial or a uh, I don't know motivational speaking podcast. So maybe we can inspire some people. I don't know if you guys are listening. I'd say either come up with you know a priorities list, make yourself a priority, uh, book a skydiving appointment. That would probably be pretty cool or something something out of the above. So yeah, time yeah. block every time single block. week. Every single week. Yeah. No, seriously. Sit down and do it. I know it's helped me. It's helped Courtney. Probably can help you. So awesome. Courtney, hey, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a true pleasure. Um, but yeah, you gave us lots of good advice, lots of good things to to think about and hopefully implement. And yeah, just appreciate you having you here today. Anytime. It's always good to talk to you.